Put on my blue suede shoes, baby. But at the plane, a touchdown in the land of the Delta Blues. Blue sports, yes. In the pouring rain. WC handy. When you look down over me. You're hey, to I got the sports a first show. class ticket. And I'm as fly as a guy can be. I was walking in Vegas. I was walking with my feet on the field. I was walking in Vegas. And do I really feel the way I feel? Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Vegas, I love you, baby. What did you do in camp? His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Hey, this is Deuce Lunch Sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the Sports Desk? New Sports Desk. You're listening to the Sports Show. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk episode 197. Episode 197, man, man, man. Okay, so we are here for a non-traditional show, rapid fire show. By the time you guys have heard this, you would have seen that we dropped two episodes in one day. But first things first, man, we are going to get into all of the activities from this past weekend in the world of sports, preferably preferably on the gridirons, talking some NFL, talking some college football. But before we get going, Black, what's good, my boy? Man, what's up, my boy? Happy to be back in the building with you once again, my boy. Absolutely. Let's get into it. Absolutely. So, of course, it's your guy one more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr. And yes, 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 yes. You still need to acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Black, let's go ahead and jump right into it, man. Uh, very explosive, passionate, overzealous week in college football. Black, let's go on out there to Knoxville, my boy. Mm. Will the Tennessee Volunteers handle that business, my boy? Tennessee knocking off Alabama uh, this past weekend. Black, talk to me about the energy. Talk to me about... Just the type of game that this was. I mean, Black, can we say this game was one for the ages? Can we say this is the best college football game, one of the better college football games in the last five years? How did you feel all the way around watching the Vols really, in real time, reascend to a pivotal spot in college football? Well, one thing I can say about this game, D, this game was, it gave you a lot of ups and downs. It was a <laughs> it was a roller coaster football game. Yeah. Like you got you got a lot of offense, and then you got important stuff that happened on the defensive side of the ball as well. So and and, and the energy in the building, and and I, I I could probably speak for both of us if we were recruits went up to that game. Shoot, I'm pretty sure uh, Tennessee would be high on our list after seeing that mm-hmm. and being in that type of environment. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy, the environment that is in Knoxville. But it's good to see, 
Like it brought back the days of in the 90s of Peyton Manning being there and you know T Martin and those guys when they were there winning national championships like it's I'm, I'm happy to see Tennessee back on the stage but man this team that Josh Heupel has put together and uh, has assembled at t in Tennessee is the real deal. No disrespect to Alabama because uh, Bryce Young and those guys were, were, were rocking and rolling as well. So I'm excited that we got the game that we got. You know, the team that was supposed to win won that game. Alabama, I mean, Tennessee made just a few more plays than Alabama did. And the thing that really stood out in this game, D, most teams, when you see them play Alabama, when Alabama gives you a punch, they usually don't come back for it. But they got a few punches from Alabama, and every single time, Tennessee responded. I think that's the big difference this year. Right along with Malik Hooker is the big difference for Tennessee this year. They're, they're, they're starting to uh, respond to adversity, and they have a big-time quarterback who's leading them. And in my opinion, is is the front runner for the Heisman Trophy, D. Yeah, I was just about to open up my uh, uh, thoughts on this game with Malik Hooker for Heisman. Um, this was a phenomenal game with ups and downs, like Black just stated. But the one thing that I was really impressed with, honestly, even though Tennessee won the game, I was impressed by how Alabama stayed in the paint. Mm -hmm. They was down what fourteen nothing. Or uh, yeah, I think twenty or something like that. They were down by triple digits at one point in this game, mm -hmm. twenty-eight-seven or something like yeah, that. Something yeah, something And I said wild. to myself, I said, "Oh wow, when the last time we seen Alabama absolutely gutted, routed, like not even a participant on a Saturday game? I hadn't seen that probably since Nick been there. Mm -hmm. But my oh my, did how did they respond? That's what champions do. That makeup that's in Alabama is a championship makeup, and they responded. They fought back. The scene in Knoxville was what you love about college football. <laughs> this is what you watch for. You watch for the hundred plus thousand rooting out of their minds. You look at Nick Saban about to blow a head gasket and give himself a, a seizure right there on the sideline. You look at Hypo just living in the moment, the, the oohs and the ahs, like it's like a main event boxing fight. That's what you're watching, man. And I appreciated the art of the game. The passion of the game. Everything that Tennessee put on the table, everything that uh, uh, Alabama put on the table is what you love. But this is what I got of it. Got out of it, man. They will most likely meet again. Mm. I like Tennessee to win the East. I like them to beat George. I'm going to put that out there right now before we get to it. I like Tennessee to beat George. Mm. This is why I say that. Every once in a while, you see something from a team that there's nothing you can do about. When you have a quarterback like Malik Hooker who hasn't turned the ball over this season, no turnovers, and they are putting no points whenever they want to. No one can stop them. And I don't believe the dogs will either, but we'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. Tennessee is a well-oiled machine who is coached properly. Hypo's a national champion. Quarterback Oklahoma. You know how we know that? Because he beat Florida State. <laughs> he knows what it's like to be under a great legendary head coach under Bob Stoops. He's made a pit stop by UCF, and now this is his time. And he's taking advantage of that. I love the arrival of a new coach that spices things up. And I believe Josh Hyper, even though he's loaded with talent and senior talent and junior talent, I think this man is doing a phenomenal job here. Mm. To go up, up against the mystique of Nick Saban and really say, Nick, you're not coming in here today. 
How many people told Nick that? Mm. If your name ain't Dabo, I really don't know. <laughs> so this was a phenomenal event. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Tennessee deserved to win this game as well as Alabama did, but there can only be one winner. But the beautiful thing about college football is everything happens just the way that it's supposed to happen. Mm. And if I had to bet and put my money on it, the Vols will see Nicholas again. Mm -hmm. Because we know one thing about Alabama. If they lose, God help the next person behind that loss. Yeah. Bryce Young is the number one pick in this draft next year. I was so just once again in awe of his poise, in awe of his toughness, mm -hmm. in awe of his leadership. He will write this team back. We're not done with Alabama. They will remain intact and make it to the ACC Championship with the opportunity to make the playoff. Now, can Tennessee hold on? We'll see. I believe they can. Malik Hooker's having a special season. A special season. The balls get it done. In my opinion, you want, to, you want me to keep it real with you? They're the number one team in the country. The Tennessee Volunteers should be ranked above Ohio State. And they should be ranked above Georgia. To me, they've been the most impressive team from top to bottom. Most complete team in your most eyes. Top, yeah, most, okay. yeah, most impressive. When you go to the polls, it's really based on who's the most impressive. Okay. In my opinion, they're the number one team in the country. Mm -hmm. And if the college football playoff rankings was the debut this week, I got a feeling they would agree too. That Tennessee's number one. But we'll see. Because at this point, it's no longer hype. We in the teeth of the college football yes, season. Are. Yes, we are. So they have made it clear that, hello, we at you. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy to think, too, that how when we was doing our preview show, D, we was like, man, Tennessee, it could be something. But yeah. I don't think we was thinking it was going to be this, we, though. We didn't think this. We didn't, we didn't think, think this. this. We didn't think this. We were thinking, oh, they'll get over the Florida yeah. hurdle. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe something like Make that. Make it in the East. Make it instant. We weren't thinking Take no. down Bama and didn't have a chance to be playing Georgia. That game for with Georgia and Tennessee is for the East. It's for the East. Period. For all the marbles to go to the SEC championship. So man, I love it, man. College college football gives gives us this every year, and this is exciting to watch every Saturday, D. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, Black. Moving along, man. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. The Nose take their third consecutive loss. On this past Saturday, at home, sold out crowd, Doak Campbell Stadium. The number four ranked Tigers came in, handled business. The nose fault, they scratched, they clawed, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough yet again. We start off the season 4 0, and now we are 4 and 3. 4 and 3. Black, take me to your thoughts. Me and you briefly talked before kickoff. I knew you was really, really locked in because you didn't even respond back to your homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> Black, what are your thoughts after this game as a nose take their third loss? Yeah, man, I just, it sucks. It sucks. Um, uh, you really knew a lot in this game, what you was going to look for. You had told me what you're going to be looking for to see how they respond to adversity, see what happens when um, Clemson gets it rolling. And Clemson did get it rolling. Shoot, we got it rolling straight out the box. Yeah, we, we did. And, and I'm... See, like that's become a habit of us jumping out quickly and then not finishing. for some for some reason not finishing. That's been the tale of the yeah, three losses. Not finishing. Starting out, jumping out good, except except Wake except Wake Forest. Yeah, you know, Wake flat. Forest jumped on us. We were just flat that game. Yeah. We just we didn't bring it. We tried to we tried to fight back, but it still wasn't enough. No. But the the NC State and um the Clemson loss, 
we 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 jumped out guns blazing and and for some reason we just can't sustain drives after we get the ball first or we jump first it's i don't know where it does i don't know where the energy goes after that d i don't know if it's um the play calling the coaching or what it is the leaders on the team but clemson just responded right back they responded right back in a big way shoot they scored on like they next Three or four drives after we scored. Bang, bang, bang. You know, and even though we fought, clawed, and scratched to get it to to, to have a chance to win it, it just wasn't it, it just wasn't enough time. So now you're in a situation where you you've lost three straight. What is the vibe? In, in my opinion, what's the vibe in the locker room? Are these guys still believing in what what's going on with Mike Norvell? Or, or is it still hope for the season? I hope so. I hadn't heard anyone say anything. I've heard Norvell say this team is still locked in. We believe. Uh, we're gonna respond. They got a week off, and then they get Georgia Tech. So my Who's thing is, what, well? who is playing well? So my thing is, what we're going to see after three straight losses? You get some, you get some, and I know we're depleted in certain areas. I'm not going to make that a big excuse, but you get some key bodies back after this bye week. Get some key, some key uh, people on the defensive side of the ball back. You get some more key people on the offensive side of the ball back. But what I want to see is how how Jordan Travis can lead can continue to lead this team and get them back into their winning ways. How it was when we started four and zero. I know competition it, it stiffened once we hit four and zero and got rid of the, the the trash teams that we played the first four games. But I still want to see how this team team respond. And my I'm still at my 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 mild area with Florida State. It does it bother me when we lose? Of course, I'm a fan. I love it, but I also know that I still continue want to see how this team deals with adversity because it's still something here on the table. Looking at their schedule, it's still winnable games there. I'm not scared of Miami. I'm not scared of Georgia Tech. I'm not scared of Florida. I'm not scared of Syracuse. So it's games that the Florida State still can win. Just how they're going to respond and get out of this hump deep, deep from this three uh, three game stretch that they had losses. Yeah, this is this is just a tough pill to swallow, man. It's a tough pill to swallow. Out of this three game stretch, we knew what was coming. This is a, this is one of the toughest stretches in all the college football that we went through. Yeah. If you want to be real about it, I mean, we faced uh, three ranked teams. Three ranked teams. I think two of them was in the top ten, and then one was hanging right outside of the top fifteen. All from North Carolina. <laughs> and we went zero and three versus the Carolinas. But here's my thing, man. I'm just gonna keep it real. Like, out of this. At worst, we should have came out of this thing one and two. At best, two and one. That was me ideally going into this three-game stretch. And the two games that I thought we could get was Wake Forest and NC State. Going into Clemson, I thought we needed that. We needed that momentum. We needed it. And we fell flat, man. Once again, very frustrating to see nothing at halftime reignite. And now we want to start trying to get back into the game when the game was looking like it's about to get out of reach once again. So, even though this team has made progress, I don't want to take anything away from Norvell and his staff, but I'm going to just keep it real. This ain't good enough. It's not good enough. So, when we're going to go through the rest of this year, well, we got to run it. To me, to me, to me, to say this season, we got to run the table. Mm. Not another loss. Not another loss. We need to be 9-3 going into the bowl game. That's the only way I can see this thing has been okay, okay, okay. Let me think this through. That's it. No Georgia Tech loss. No Syracuse. I don't care where Syracuse reign. It's still Syracuse. We got the athletes. We got the talent. 
And it sucks. Everybody goes through it. Oh well. But at the same time, I need we we're in the thick of the season. We're in the thick of the season. I just want to see more. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Coach Norvell and our staff at Florida State rebounds and see where we end up when we come to season's end. When we get to Black Friday and it's 7:30 on ESPN, Florida versus Florida State, we need to be eight and three. We need to be eight and three. Do they come to us or we go to them? We cut. They come to us. So they come rolling in the dope. Friday night, I expect that place to be rocking because we eight and three. And Lord knows what can happen in the ACC. You don't know what can happen. And who knows? But that's what I want to see, man. I'm disappointed that we came out of this without a win. And I agree with all the haters and the naysayers for Florida State. I actually agree with them. And so we can put something together to be the ranked team. We don't need to say anything. Nothing. Because I get a Florida Gators this. They did beat. They did beat. Uh, a top 10 Utah team at the first game of the year. Thank we you. ain't got that feather in our cap. We don't. So it is what it is. Let's move on. Black, speaking of the lowly Florida Gators, they also took an L. And I hate when we lose when they lose. Because <laughs> we miss <laughs> off a tune. I can't play walk. I can't do nothing. Gators go down 45-35 uh, to LSU. Black, what do you think about this loss coming into Gainesville? This is the second loss at home. Or is it the third loss? Second. Second loss yeah. at home. Kentucky, you know, Kentucky, Kentucky came down K- there and got yeah, them. Kentucky and LSU. That's right. That's right. Yeah. LSU. Black, what do you think about this loss for the Gators? As LSU gets a, in my opinion, uh, pretty sneaky win out of Gainesville. Yeah, it was shocking to me because I, I honestly expected Florida to win this big. You know, I thought they would have made a statement in this game, especially, you know, on the night where, as shoot, it seemed like every one of Florida games has been at 7.30 at night or something. All of them said what? <laughs> but... I expected them to make Crazy. a uh, to make a statement in this game, especially with LSU coming off the thrashing they got from Tennessee uh, up in Death Valley. So it was it was crazy crazy to watch, but that's old uh, Brian Kelly for you. Old Brian Kelly, you know he found a way to get his guys up and get them ready. This team came ready to play. Uh, Florida jumped what Florida jumped out pretty jumped out on them, but LSU responded. You know, and Florida is. I'm not going to say they're in the same situation as as Florida State, but like you said, they they know how to beat teams that are ranked in the the top ten or ranked in the top fifteen. They've done that, uh, and they lost to teams that's been ranked in the top fifteen. So, but it's going to be interesting to see where Florida goes from here. Um, on on the rest of their schedule, I know they got South Carolina coming up. I know they still play. They still have to play Florida State. Still got Texas A and M on the schedule, so it's going to be interesting where they end up by the time they play. We come to play each other at uh, on that Friday, on that Black Friday. Uh, tough loss for Florida. Anthony Richardson, he played pretty decent. He was doing a lot with his feet uh, in that game. So tough loss for me, on my opinion. But I think I really believe that if Florida can't get things corrected with this passing game. It's going to be a very long year because they literally relying on the running game and Anthony Richardson's legs. They can't do nothing through the air. So um, let's see what happened to them moving forward, D, uh, with the rest of their schedule. Looking forward to see what's going on with them uh, in the next couple weeks. Yeah, Florida's in trouble. Oh, and I forgot about Georgia. Dang, Georgia. Yeah, and I was about to say that. The dogs come calling soon. Texas A&M. Florida State. I mean, they got. I mean, they got some. Some. Yeah. This, South Carolina knocked off Kentucky. Hey, so listen, man. They're gonna be game. Look, look, real deal. 
But they they looking at possibly finishing below 500. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that they will, but that's a possibility here. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, it's like, man, like that LSU loss to me was bad. Yeah, it was a bad loss. You got JT Dan, whatever his name is, he out here looking like he warm moon. <laughs> yeah, he looking like he warm moon. I said, my goodness. Uh, can they do anything? This is the worst Florida defense I've ever seen. And that's so shocking. It's the worst Florida defense I've ever seen. I mean, they can't stop a nosebleed. I, and that's one thing I, I had always said about Florida. It don't matter who the coach is. That Florida defense gonna always gonna always be what it is. Yeah. Cause that's what we were used to seeing, and now it's just it's it's bad. I've never seen a Florida defense look this bad. Yeah, Even when bad. they was trash on offense in the years past, the defense was elite. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't really have much to add, man. They lost. I mean, they a bad football team. They're terrible. Florida's terrible. All right. They and to be real with you, outside of the Utah game, I'm I'm be real. If it weren't for the Utah game, bro, what what we talking about here? Yeah, but they did win that they game. They did win that game. But this <laughs> so is, you got to give them, you this gotta a, give them they just do with this that is, one. And, and the one thing I want to say to all the Twitter heads out there, you know, all, all the praise for Bill and Napier, and even in despite of the losing. I don't understand it. Why Billy getting all this love? I know this year one, I get that. He, His recruits ain't in there he, yet. He, I understand that, but like, come well, on though. now. In the midst of losing, he's recruiting well. But come on now. Yeah. Come on now. That play a major part. If you losing games and you still able to recruit D, that's I a big thing. I understand. I ain't talking. I get that. Yeah. Kentucky L. LSU L. Like, but, but y'all losing to all the key people. You beat the lowly youths out of the mountain, or uh, out of the Pac-12 out there in Utah. Big win, but boy, what's going on down here in this SEC for real? But them boys irrelevant. That's what it is, and I ain't even hating, bro. So all y'all can miss me with your little comments, cause you know I'm telling that big factual. <laughs> That's all I got on that. Black, moving on. Uh, let's spend like five seconds on Miami beating Virginia Tech, because you know I hate them the most. <laughs> Shout out Dunbar. Twenty to fourteen, Miami finally gets a win over Power Five school this season. Black, I'm gonna say that again. Miami just beat their first Power Five school this season, Black. Good, you all right, boy. I hate them, bro. <laughs> Once again, them boys told, uh, but all them boys looked me dead in my face and told me, boy, they had the ACC on lock. <laughs> but the Cans get a W. Van Dyke played actually a great game. I think he was like 29 for 41, 325 in the air, two tubs, no turnovers. They went on the road and got the win at Virginia Tech. Black, and they, what, what's Miami playing for right now? Do they have something to salvage here? Or are they in the same boat as Florida State? Oh shoot! You can say that they they plan to beat Florida State. I know that. <laughs> that's that's fact. The, that's, that's that, all they that's, that's that's all they really got right now. And uh, the uh, Outback Bowl or the, some some type of bowl. no, they ain't going there. They ain't even going to the Outback Bowl. My bad. Okay, it was some type of bowl game because it looks like Florida, Florida, Florida State, and Miami gonna be playing to see who gets the better bowl game. That's what mm -hmm. it's gonna come down to, and who wins the state of Florida. But uh, they got a key win that they needed. I don't, it's not really helping them in the division. When you got teams like Georgia Tech over them, North Carolina's over them, uh, they still got a showdown with Pittsburgh coming up soon. So, and then us on the schedule. So, I'm interested to see uh, what what's, what's going to happen with them moving forward after their three game skid. They ended their three game skid. So, let's see what happens with North Carolina moving forward, D. Yeah, we gonna see. All right. All right, man, let's go ahead and run through a couple of the scores, man. Some of the big scores from the weekend. And then we're going to get into this week's dog games of the week. All right, man, my Trojans went down, man. 42 to 43. 
Utah came back and got that thing in the bag. An excellent game, uh, by the way, but USC goes down. I don't think this loss is going to hurt. USC was still their quest for the playoff. They did. They were on the roll. Top 20 team. We'll see what happens. USC still has opportunities in front of them um, to really ride the sheep. They got the Ducks, and they also got UCLA, who are top 10 teams. So they do have an opportunity to stake some claims there. Kentucky gets back on track 27-17, knocking off Mississippi State. TCU, big win. Big win over Oklahoma mm-hmm. State, uh, 43-40. to 40. The dogs rolled. The number one ranked dogs, 55-0 over Vanderbilt. Syracuse takes care of NC State, 24-9. to 9. Mississippi, Mississippi Ole Miss keeps it rolling. Oklahoma back on track, knocking off Kansas. Michigan pummeling, mm. pummeling. Top 10 ranked the Penn State Nittany Lions. Okay, so those are some of the big games. Of the week uh, from college football. Then we need to watch out for Oregon. Slow, quietly. Mm-hmm. They in the top ten. Big game this weekend. Big games this weekend with UCLA. That's that's gonna be all time up in Eugene. Big game. When this team has quietly made it into the top ten. They A back. lot of people ain't been saying stuff about them. Uh, your boy uh, Bo Nix. I guess he's he doing his thing up there ever since that first game when we was calling him trash. He got his team in the top ten. Like you said, big game this weekend. Excited to see what happens up in Eugene. Yeah, but Oregon's going to turn it around. They have to win this game. Mm-hmm. They have to win this. And then they get a chance at the Trojans. So we'll see what happens there. All right, man, let's get to our college football correspondent, Cedric Farr, a.k.a. Tyrone Koppel, with this week's okay. <laughs> I kind of went too hard there. Other week. D Black Sports Desk. What's good? This your boy Big Said back again for the picks of the week. Uh, fellas, we had an amazing weekend of football last weekend. Uh, looks like neither one of our teams could escape the Tigers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, much needed bye week for both teams to get some things worked out. But uh, enough of that. Let's get on with the games of this week. Um, we got an undefeated matchup between Syracuse taking a trip to Clemson. Mm, mm. I'm going to go with Clemson in that one. Uh, second game. All right, Black. First up, Tigers get a visit from the Orange Man. This is going to be something to watch, in my opinion. Black, who do you got win this game? Did Syracuse make it a little fun or do the Tigers roll? I think Syracuse make this game a little fun. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be very close, D. I believe the Orange Man make some, they make some key plays in this game, but Clemson will uh, be victorious. I got Clemson by a field goal over the Orange Man. Yeah, I got Clemson bringing Syracuse back down to reality. They're going home after a tough road slate. I got uh, the Tigers rolling the Orange Man mm, okay. by two touchdowns or more. Clemson wins. We got undefeated UCLA at number nine, visiting a one-loss Oregon team. I think UCLA going to keep it rolling and take the dub in that one. All right, Black, we just talked about this. The Bruins versus the Ducks. Prime game for Oregon to get back in it to kind of to kind of make their season worth talking about after the embarrassing loss to the Dogs in Week 1. Black, do the Ducks rectify their season or do the Bruins keep it rolling? Yeah, like I just said, it's been kind of quiet on the Ducks. 
Easily quiet, quietest team in the top 10. I'm a rival Bo Nix. I'm going to give them a shot this week. I think they take down UCLA, bring them down a notch on what they's doing over there up in uh, Pasadena. I'm going to roll with the Bruins. I'm going to roll with the Bruins and keep this thing rolling. Something's different out there in UCLA. This offense is clicking. That senior and junior leadership on the offensive side of the ball is looking very, very potent. That offense looks like flowing water out there. I'm going to take UCLA to barely, barely escape 41-30. 38 Bruins. Mm. That's what I'm going to go with. Third game, we got number 20 Texas taking a trip to Oklahoma State. Mm. I'm going with Texas with the upset in that one. All right, Black Texas, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State coming off a loss. We know Gundy will give you one, and he gave it to TCU. Black, does Gundy and the Cowboys redeem over the Longhorns? Uh. Texas Longhorns, uh, real scrappy last week against Iowa State. Going on the road to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State coming off a loss, D. I'm going to ride with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys take care of business because Texas is still trying to figure a few things out on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I'm also going to take Oklahoma State at home. I think Texas, they're still trying to figure some things out, like you said. I'm not a firm believer that they're ready yet. Mm -hmm. After the Alabama game, you kind of got the feeling. Kind of got the feeling that they were knocking at the door. But... I'm just not ready to say Texas is back just yet. I'm going to go with the Cowboys to get this win. Fourth game, we got Kansas State uh, visiting TCU. Uh, one loss versus an undefeated TCU team. I'm taking TCU in that one. All right, Black, Kansas State. TCU. Will TCU keep it rolling or will Kansas State make us start talking about it? <laughs> Kansas State always that tricky team, man. And they always know how to beat a, a good top-ranked team in the top 10. So, But I'm going to roll with TCU. I like what they're doing. Great quarterback play, great receiver play. I think we, we see that in this game once again. I like TCU to win this game by a touchdown or two. Close game. Close game. I'm going with the Horn Frogs as well. Their quarterback is a bruiser. Mm -hmm. They have talent on the outside speed. These boys got great hands at wide receiver. And that offensive line is nasty for the Horn Frogs. Mm -hmm. You got to pack your lunch in a little bit extra when you're going to come holler at them boys. Give me TCU for the win. And for the dog game of the week, uh, the only reason I picked this one as a dog game of the week because we got an undefeated Ole Miss team visiting LSU. And LSU is a one and a half against one and a half two point favorite in this one, so I thought that was interesting that um, oh. Oh. LSU was favoring in this game. But I'm going with Ole Miss for the I'm using air quotes upset, and uh, that's it for the games. And I had a question for y'all. So uh, smoke out there on the streets saying that this Tennessee team is getting the 2019 LSU comparisons. Uh, I don't really like comparisons, but I could kind of see where, you know, this could be going because once them boys get up two scores, it's a look like it's a wrap. So I just want to hear y'all take on that. And uh, I'll holler at y'all boys. Appreciate our guy said, man. Cedric Falk coming through again with a dog. <laughs> All right, Black Dog, game of the week. Ole Miss, LSU, do the Rebels stay undefeated? Or do LSU make us scratch our head once again? Uh, first real road test for Ole Miss here. LSU coming off the loss, coming off the win at Florida. I think Brian Kelly have his guys ready. I'm going to go LSU. Woo, give me Ole Miss money line. Mm. Me, 
Ole Miss. I love the quarterback. His name slips me right now, but I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. He get down with the get down. Give me the Rebels to get the win out there. Tough, close ball game. Low scoring than what you might think, Black. 31-28 Rebels. All right, Black, let's answer Seth's question real quickly. Does this Tennessee volunteer team offensively, obviously that was he speaking of, do they remind you of the juggernaut? Don't think of the names. Don't think of the faces. When you watch the offense, do they remind you of the Tigers? Oh, it's close. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's close. Yes, because it is. I, I've said it a few times uh, in games past when I've seen them play. Like, literally, man, if you ain't going blow for blow for them, if you get down, it's a wrap for you. So it's something I was already thinking. I'm happy to say it, bring it up. But, man, it's, 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 it's very close in my opinion, D. You can say offensively, they just as potent as LSU was. Yeah, I'm going to roll with that as well. I think as of right now, they are getting better week by week. And they just got better against the best team in the last decade. Yeah. And when we get to the end of this year, look, I ain't going to be surprised if them boys in the college football playoff and playing for a natty. Yeah. The way that this thing is going. So I'm going to say, yes, said this is something to keep an eye on because Hooker ain't playing. He's your Heisman winner right now. Yeah. And right the th- now. And, and I think the thing, real quick, and I think the thing is going to be for me, like you said, if they end up do playing Georgia again, I mean, Alabama again in the SEC championship, are we going to still get Tennessee in that playoff? That's going to be the inter- interesting thing to see. Say that are again? We st- are we still going to get them in that playoff if they lose to Bama? In the SEC title. In the SEC title. Great title. question. You know, because like you say. Well, we've seen it. With the playoff committee, they could potentially put them number one. We don't know what the playoff committee yeah. is going to do. Right. But it's going to be interesting to watch, man. But this team this team is great. And, and the one thing that really stood out from that game that I didn't mention, the guy who had five touchdowns and not even a top receiver. He's not. Number 11, real deal. <laughs> He's not even a top receiver, though, D. He a rattle. Oh, yeah, but he bought that business. He a rattle. I was like, oh, man. And, he a rattle and, and for to real. see them be down key guys yeah. in this game, because they didn't have they, one of their best defensive players, uh, some, some, trop- some type of trouble he got into, and then another guy off the offensive side of the ball was in trouble as well. So they didn't have key people there, and to see them offense still do what it look the way it looks, that got to tell you tell you something about Tennessee's offense. Yeah, they're they're the team to watch. Period. In yeah. all of college football, I think they're the most fascinating, interesting. You want to keep your eye on them team. Okay. Like, are they really that good? Is Hooker really that deal? Are they really? Are they? Re- you want to see week in and week out? And I think they're gonna have this part on them until we get to the SEC title game, mm-hmm. and they still gonna have that look on them because people gonna be like, "Boy, I don't know." about Tennessee yet. Well, what else you need to see? <laughs> if they make it to the SC Championship game, well, we will lock it down. All right, let's keep this thing rolling, man. We're going to call our Jaguars football correspondent, Mr. Moodham Chains, Rashad Robinson and Black. <sighs> we got to talk about more losing, man. We got to talk about more losing, man. Let's go ahead and get Rashad in on this call, man. D, what's up, man? Rashad, what's up, my man? What's going on, man? Rashad, what's happening, man? Oh, shoot. D, you in studio. I mean, uh, Black, you in studio. I ain't know. Yeah. Rashad, <laughs> let's get into it, man. Yes, sir. Another week. All right. Another loss. The Jacksonville Jaguars are now 2-4. and 27-34 gut-wrenching loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Rashad, what's on your mind, man? Because I know that you're feeling how we're feeling. It's starting to feel 
Like another year. Like the same old Jags. Talk to me, Shard. So, uh, I want to apologize to the sports desk and the sports desk listeners. <laughs> because <laughs> I decided to do something that I normally, I try my best not to do. And that's fanboy out early in the season mm. and say things that I shouldn't be saying. Mm. Uh, this team is not good. Mm. This team is proven to not be good. And I don't know if it's because of lack of experience uh, with being good. Mm. I don't know if it's lack of personnel. I don't know if it's the coaching staff not getting them where they need to be. I don't know. Mm. But right now, this isn't good. And I know they've lost all their games by one possession or less. But this does not look like a team that is going to win a bunch of games. This team, this looks like a team that's going to find ways to lose. You Mm. had in the Houston game where the offense didn't show up. A week later, the offense shows up. The defense doesn't show up. Mm. And we'll get into Shaquille Griffin Lee. But I just don't understand where the disconnect is with this team, and I'm trying to figure it out. People are telling me that Trevor had a good game. And I look at this game and I say – it looked like they babysitted him. He had seven passes beyond the line of scrimmage. That's it. They babysit him the whole game, and it was a shame that babysitting Trevor almost made them win the game. So that shows me that there has to be a, a, a lack of trust within the organization with this player. It has to be. Uh, um, you're, I, not, you're not in, – no, in, in that instance go, – go, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I don't think that. I disagree with you about the lack of trust. I think coming off the Houston game, coming off the Philly game, and seeing that Trevor was trying to go for it all, I think that Dougie P tried to put things where it, the game plan could be simplified, and Trevor still had the opportunity to take his shots. In this game, I just think that he dumbed it down so the Jazz can legitimately move the ball offensively at a consistent pace compared to going for it all, going for it all, big ball down the field, big ball down the field. Like that's what they've been doing the last three to four weeks. So I don't think they I don't I don't think it's a thing. And this is my opinion. I don't know if they I don't think they don't trust Trevor. I just think Dougie Pete is really trying to dumb this thing down to get some confidence back in the entire offense. Right. Right, and I and I think and I think that at some point he's got to realize that his bread and butter is his running game. Should um, be. It should be. I, I I I think that um you had a player that had over eighty yards in the first half and you gave him four more carries for the rest of the game in the second half. That that's what I be talking cannot about. Cannot happen. That's what I be talking about. I understand. About. Yeah, man, I understand that you have this philosophy where you throw the score and run the win. Well, maybe that can work next year when you get some more weapons and, and get some more some more games under Trevor's belt and, and, and the offenses. But every time you run the ball in the first half, good things happen, and you decide in the second half that you're going to get away from it, and it makes no sense. I cannot understand it for the life of me. I cannot understand why this man decides to do this. Yeah. But this game is not on the offense. I'm not going to do that. This yeah. game is solely bait. This, so, this game was solely lost on the defense. Trevor had an 18-play drive at the end of the game. The first time, the, only the second time that I've seen him do this in his career, when he drove his team down, got him, got him in front, um, 
This is only the second time I've seen him do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's get, let's get all Blackie, the defense let's had get, to do was let's get Blackie here because he got something to add to that point. And and the the thing for me, man, and and I think that we are all we all need to apologize because seeing the way we went to the West Coast and won, and then being able to shut the Colts out the way we did, we got on this high horse, man. We have to realize this is a team. No, no one's on this team comes from comes from winning ways other than Doug Peterson. Yeah. Yep. So he's trying to teach a group of men how to win. Doug Peterson has been out of coaching for a whole year. What the the league has changed a lot. Things change in a year. If you sit out a year from the NFL, things change. So Dougie P is trying yeah. to get himself back in the groove as well of play calling, getting used to Trevor Lawrence coming from uh, coming from a different situation when he was in Philly to Jacksonville dealing with a guy who they want to say is generational or or not whoever whoever's having the conversation. The thing is the Jacksonville Jaguars. We don't. We just have to, as fans, we have to relax and give this thing time. I already knew coming into the season we were going to have ups and we were going to have downs. The reason why I say we were going to have ups because we have better coaching. And Doug Peterson is going to find a way to win some games. We didn't know how many games it is. We only given our opinion. So we're in a down state. How, do, how will we see them respond? This is going to be the thing moving forward. It's still early in the season. We play 17 yeah. games. We got to see how I can Doug get us to the point where he can get this group of guys who's used to losing, who's won six and seven and eight straight. How are they going to respond after a three-game skid? The, the thing, it tells you that they already are not going to respond because that's the first thing you think of because the Jaguars are just losers. And this is the the thing for me is I feel like we need to really we we, we need to really chill on Trevor and what they're doing offensively. In my opinion, they look good. They got away from the run. Yes, they did. But defensively, you can't have hiccups like that. So we seen no. the typical Jaguar things happen. So I think that we just really need to continue to roll with this thing every week and don't expectations need to be brung down a notch. In my opinion. And, and, and to get back to you, Rashad, before we uh, uh wrap up this segment, look, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being excited. So I don't think neither one of y'all need to apologize for nothing. <laughs> like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with being excited and seeing what the possibilities are. And I think the city... Well, we of fans, Jackson, bro. So, I, no, I, know. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, fans are going to get excited when they see progress, when they see things that they have never seen before. Doug Peterson and Jaguars have given things to this to this fan base that they've never seen before. Yeah, there's yeah. things to look forward to. There's things to look forward to. So being excited, I hey, ain't no need to apologize for that. Now being realistic, now I feel you on that. I feel you on being realistic. Now Rashad, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm gonna start it off. Shaquille Griffin. <laughs> Jesus. Listen, bro, I ain't finna do you dirty like them boys been getting you on Twitter talking about your love life and all that and who oh. what you got going on. I ain't gonna do that, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this thing on this gridiron. Hey, who the defensive coordinator for the Jaguars? <laughs> who, what's his name? I don't even... Oh, see. Jesus. Who is that? What's his I, name? You put, you put me you uh, put Cardwell. Me on the spot. Something Cardwell. Mike yeah, Cardwell. Mike yeah, Cardwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever Mike your Caldwell. name is, bro. Mike hey, Caldwell. hear me hear me good. Make a change. Make a change. You got, got to, to sit this man down. He literally out there, don't know how to work his feet, can't look for the ball, back turn, P.I. this, holding this, getting burnt that, can't tackle. 
What are we doing? Rashad, Shaquille Bye, Griffin, rookie. your favorite cornerback in all the football. Talk to me. Bye, rookie. <laughs> you forgot to add that. It was by a rookie yes, sir. who stacked a veteran on third down with the game on the line. That was like nasty. Like he was able to stack this man, nasty. and now he's flailing, and you like, oh, my God. You can't. you got to be kidding me, no, dude. No, you're not. So no. the, the, the defense, if the defense would have showed up a little bit, this would have been a different game. The, they would have won. They literally have a they would have a makeshift offensive line. They drop back sixty two times. Matt Ryan would look at the like John Elway. I don't care that everything was quick. They dropped back. Hey, uh, uh, Trayvon Walker, that sitting dunk comment. Well, that dunk, dunk jaw. Sure did. Like you, like 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 this man dropped back sixty two times and threw for and career we had high. zero sacks and threw for career Come high. On, man. This man, this man broke a franchise record for completions, and Peyton Manning was there. <laughs> Arguably the greatest quarterback to ever pick up a football. <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna get excited, but yeah. this was. Hey, this was. When I seen that come across my screen, I said Peyton Manning was there. Peyton. <sighs> Ooh, yeah, it, it, this is it's, it's, this it's, was it's uh, bad. it's bad, man. This that, was embarrassing. This know. was an embarrassing loss, <laughs> and 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 to me, it was uh, it was inexcusable. I don't really know what we're gonna do Sunday. I cannot tell you what we're gonna we do Sunday. No I tell you what we need to do. Yeah, who they play I next week? The need Giants. The, yeah, they play the, the Giants. Giants. Come here? Yeah. Oh my God! The Giants yeah. come here. Hold See, it, hold it. I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give y'all fellas a stat. The Jaguars have not beat an NFC team since 2018. Boy, you lying. Go look it up if you think. Ask Siri. Siri know everything. They ain't beat an <laughs> NFC team since 2018. Since 2018. And guess who the last team they beat? Who? The, Giants. the last NFC team they beat? Who? The New York Giants. Oh, my Lord. Hey, if you don't think they coach telling them that this week, Black, go ahead, jump in there, Black. Look, look, man. I don't know what to say. Uh Shaquem Griffin, real quick. Look, um, unless we don't know you, we really don't do open invitations, my boy. I need you to come pull up a chair and sit here with us. Because it's something that I need to know. It's something that I need to know. Now, I went to YouTube after the game. I just wanted to go back and look and see what type of corner you was in Seattle. And I mean, man. Nothing bad really jumped off jumped off the screen to me. You played very sound football. You were a decent corner. That's why they must have seen it. That's why they the Jaguars paid you. Mm-hmm. But bro, since you've been in Jacksonville, bro, you getting got it all twisted. Mm-hmm. Now use lie go I down on your bro, but I ain't gonna bro. do that, bro, because I'm feeling bad for <laughs> y'all here. I'm he feeling real rolled, bad bro. for y'all here. He getting rolled, bro. You. Are uh, literally the highest paid corner on this team. It's no reason you should be out here getting done up by no rookies, bro. Now, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, bro. Stay off Instagram. Stay off TikTok. You and you, you and you and old girl having motherfucking um, uh, what what is what is called uh, 
Water gun fights in the house, bro. Chill with all that, bro. Hey, bro, we can't speak on that man. You know, uh, bro, listen, life, bro. I don't care about, bro. I don't care about that. We can't speak listen on that man. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, bro. Listen to it's me. About ball. This is about ball, bro. The focus need to be on ball, and to me, the focus ain't there. The focus Obviously. ain't there. Obviously. So whatever you doing in your leisure in your leisure time, my boy, it needs to get dialed back a little bit. Because the Jaguar need you to be a leader. They bring you here not only to pay you, but to be a leader on this team for experience. Because you came from winning ways from Seattle. Right. It's just a lot going on that this Mike Caldwell, I need you to tighten up, bro. Figure out what's the identity of this defense. First three games, we was looking lights out. First five, man. The first five, I mean, the, the, the this defense has no identity. Every one of them games. The game before we got gutted, we got gutted on the ground. This game, we're getting gutted through the air. What are we going to do here? Yeah, yeah. This, this is it, it, it's terrible. What's going on with this defense? Because I did not see this. I did not see this. Mike Caldwell, get it together with these guys on the defensive side of the ball. Because if we can get it together. We could win some games. That game was winnable. We supposed to win that. Trevor did what everybody said he couldn't do. He brought us back. Got the lead and we just gave it away as soon as we got it back. And that's not acceptable. Griffin, look, man. I know I know you're getting killed. This whole week you're going to be getting killed. You're going to be hearing it. Use it as motivation going into the Giants game, bro. Use it. Yeah, we're going to see about that. So, man, I just it's, it's very disappointing what's going on on that defensive side of the ball. Rashad, wrap us up real quick, man. We're getting ready to slide out of here, man. Uh, Jaguars play the New York football Giants next week, man. Are you seeing us win in the Jaguars' future next week as the Giants Come down to the Bangham. And, and most importantly, will you be at the game, sir? I'll be at the game. It's a game that is that is winnable. I don't know if the Jaguars can win a game right now because they haven't proven over the last three weeks to be able to put together a complete game on both sides of the ball. Do so I'm think, not going to pick it. Do you think they will get hype enough to face a 5-1 and one team? Saquon Barkley got some star power, star power down here. Really good football team. Do you think the Jags will play up to the competition? Because we know they'll do that now. You know they they'll will. play up to the competition now. They will, and they and they'll play down to the competition too. I yeah. I think that um being home again, like the Jaguars have played four of the of the of the first six games on the road. So I think being being home, having some consecutive home games, uh. We'll do the Jaguars some good. Okay. Uh, hopefully, we can get the fan base excited about it. I know the Giants fans will be here, so maybe that'll up the ante. They already uh, here in I the environment. Gi- I seen Giants yeah, yeah, flags yeah. on the highway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, so I mean, I, I hope that that ups the ante in the stadium and, and, and brings that energy that they need. Uh, the Giants are a beatable team. I don't know if the Jaguars can beat them, but um, we'll see on Sunday because if if, if you got to be able to start a streak at some point. You got to be able to start a streak at some point. Um, Denver, they just said that Russell Wilson is out. So I don't. So so now you're looking again at an opportunity to be able to win a football game. If they can do it, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll see, man. Well, Rashad, as always, man, we appreciate your time that you spend with us each and every week on the sports desk to break down the performance of your beloved and our beloved Jacksonville Jaguars and Rashad we hope that next Monday we just hope that next time we speak man we'll be able to have a more healthy (laughs) outlook on the Jacksonville Jaguars 
football season. Rashad, we appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. I, I, I'll talk to y'all boys next week. All, All right, right man. Be easy now. All right. All right, man. So that was our right. Jacksonville Jaguars football correspondent, Rashad Robinson, man, showing us that love, coming back through and just talking that talking. Boy, that Peyton Manning scream. I'm going to have to get that chopped up. Cause that thing that was so funny, boy. When he said Peyton Manning was at the game, boy, I almost, boy, I almost let loose of him now. All right, Black, we got a few more minutes, man, before we wrap this show up. Black, let's go on out to Philadelphia, man. My Cowboys go down 17 to 26 to the red hot Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Black, hear me out. Hear me out, Black. Now, I don't want to lose in any way, shape, or form. I'm not up for losing nothing. You know that. You know me. I'm one of the more competitive people you ever met in your life. Mm-hmm. But we needed to lose because I'm tired of hearing about this Cooper Cup over Dak Prescott scenario. Cooper Rush. Cooper, excuse me. Cooper Rush. I'm Rush tired for of, president, man. I'm tired of hearing about it. Cooper Rush for president. Man. Nah. <laughs> Look, Cooper, Cooper Rush did what the backup's supposed to do. He comes in, he holds it down. Now, he was red hot. The Cowboys got four wins. We're sitting at four and two. He did what he was supposed to do. That's what you pay good money for to have a good quality backup. And now it's time for number four to get back home. And and with the Eagles beating us, Dak is starting Sunday with Detroit coming to town. It's time. He bought Dak time. They say Dak is 100%. He can grip the football. He got velocity. He's ready to go. And what better team to play against than the Detroit Lions? So Cooper, Cooper Rush's services were needed. But now it's time. The starter is ready. The Cowboys' defense was tested, man. This Philadelphia offense is spooky. And I'm going to say this right now. It's valid, man. This is the, the best football team in pro football. The Philadelphia Eagles. Because this type of offense, they can play with you. And Michael Parsons got played with. Yeah, he did. They made him read. They made him guess. And often, he gets wrong in this game. <laughs> Now, we had our chances to get back in this game. We got back in three in this game late in the third quarter. And I said, uh-oh. Don't let us come in here and shake something and feel it and get this win. But then they quickly let me know, nah, bro, you're definitely not getting this win. <laughs> Look, I hate the Eagles. I despise them the most out of any football team in pro football. But I love Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I love that kid, demeanor. I love, I just, I, I just, I just, I just like him a lot, man. And when they drafted him to Philly, I got a sick feeling in my stomach. Cause I got to deal with this brother for about 25 years. <laughs> I got to deal with him for 25 years. Black, what's your thoughts on the Cowboys going down to the Eagles? And is the Cooper Rush experiment over? Uh, yeah, it's over. But the, the question would have been if he would have won, it would have, what would we be talking about today? He would have started next week. Yeah. <laughs> he starts till he loses. So man, I it, it's crazy, man. Uh, no doubt, Cooper Rush did what he needed to do, and 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 I've always been one to say, look, man, this is this is Dak's job, and when Dak's good and ready, he's going to be back. This team needs needs to let it be known, but it's it's crazy that it have to have to come after a loss and all the talk on what was going on. But man, this Philly team is 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 deadly. You know, I got to see it too when we played them. The stuff they do with these RPOs, D. It's 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 scary. It's 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 scary. It's, it's they literally running it to perfection. And then it give me it give me vibes when he was at Alabama because they ran it so well that with him as well. And if I'm thinking if if I'm thinking correctly, the head coach went back and seen that and he was like, "Look, man, we got to put this guy in the best positions where he could be successful." And it's the RPO game with this team. Like he gonna make you think you gotta be 
on your P's and Q's and go through much film of this team, boy. And and even that might not even be enough. They got weapon, them weapons on the outside coming to life. That run game, are they already leading the league in rushing. Once again, they led the league in rushing last year. And now they got the weapons on the outside with A.J. Brown, um, this kid Watkins, and then they got, uh, what's my guy named from Alabama? Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. He over there as well. So it's just everywhere, man. This team is legit. Excited to see what they do moving forward. The only, the lone undefeated team in the league. D, <laughs> these boys scary, but I think the Cowboys they're gonna be just fine. They get the like you say they get the truck coming in, so that'll be a nice little win to get Dak back and uh, pressed into what's going on uh, with this football team. And 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 I it was ha- I was happy to see Michael Parson and Trayvon Diggs and them speak highly of them on the pit on the pit podcast on Dak. See, Dak demeanor never changes. He's always a happy guy. You know, it's it's, it's good to see teammates talk about their the leader like that. So I'm excited to see Dak back under center. No doubt, man. Me too. Me too. Hopefully my Cowboys can get together. All right, real quick, Black before we wrap it up. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Chiefs, Bills. We've been saying it. He got to go in there and get him. Allen got to go in there and get him. And he did. The Buffalo Bills get a big-time win going to Kansas City 24-20. I felt that this game was going to be lower scoring. Everybody was calling for a big overscoring game, big touchdowns, big touchdowns. But I didn't, I didn't get that. I knew that this game was going to have tension. I knew it was going to have tension. Playoff and, and, feel, huh? Yeah, and, 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 and it lived up to exactly how I thought this game was going to go, 24 to 20 bills. But I will say this. <laughs> if these are not the two best quarterbacks in all of football, like legitimately, bro, on the field, these, these are the best two. Now, no disrespect to Brady. He's a, a, a legend. No, no disrespect to Rodgers. But I'm talking about right now in the game, man, he's the best too. Like, I know it's a lot of great talent like that, but he's the best too, bro. Man, man, what a sensational matchup that we were treated to. Mahomes, he not gun shy. And he will pull that thing and let it go. And this time it cost him a little bit too much. Yeah. And Josh Allen and his team was able to get and grind out of win. How about that final drive by Buffalo? <laughs> Stating they claim Von Miller once again, no matter where he at, he is a difference maker. Black, your guy, Josh Allen, goes in the airhead, gets the win. Wrap hey, us up, man. In the words of my and my homeboy, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., Big 17. <laughs> Big, Big 17. 17. Big 17. Look, man, hey, this kid, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, this, I, I, could, I could watch this for weeks to come. Yeah. And I hope we get this. Again in the playoffs, the playoffs yeah. and I hope we get it in Buffalo because I just want to see yeah, what yeah, that yeah. would be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I want to see it. I'm ready for it again, yeah. and I hope the football gods bless us yeah. to have these two guys go at it again in for us to go yeah. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, to see like you say, to see these boys on the field competing, man, and 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 uh, Tony Romo, you just a genius, bro. He is. Tony Romo. See, he called this game. He said, "Bro, I can see it." Yeah. Play is gonna be made, but I, it's, it's gonna be broke down by 2020. Yeah. I said, Look at him, he called this game, man. Intense, and that's man. exactly what we got. Intense. He plays. Uh, look, man, Pat Mahomes, man, the things he do, Josh Allen, the things he do, man. Josh Allen, this this passing game is on an elite level. The way he hit Gabriel and Diggs on the same exact play for touchdowns, it's incredible. Then to see him scramble with the leap. And the, get the first down, critical first down. Balling. And then what you pay Von Miller over $100 million for? To do that. To do his job. And he got the Pat Mahomes. A lot of people, a lot of people saying, oh, man, we seen, Pat, we seen Pat Mahomes make mistakes. Number 10 was not there. Listen to me. 
Pat Mahomes is an elite quarterback. I don't feel I I'm one of the ones who feel like when you got an elite quarterback, it don't matter who your receivers are. He'll find them. He's gonna find them. And he has good group of receivers on this team. This Buffalo team is just bout it this year. Yeah. We see it defensively. The, the DBs, like, come on, we just ain't finna sit back here and let Pat Mahomes beat us. They didn't. They going after the ball, making plays. The play ended on the interception from Pat Mahomes. Yeah. These, they not sitting back on their head toes no more. They coming at you. They physical. And that's what you pay guys like Von Miller for because he bring that demeanor in the locker room. That confidence. To this defense. That attitude. So, man, it was a beautiful game, D. Excited for it. I'm ready to see it again. Yeah, me too, man. Fantastic, fantastic game. Uh, just just the, the highlight of the uh, NFL weekend, Chiefs and uh, the Buffalo Bills. All right, man. So, we're going to conclude this rapid fire. Episode 197 is in the books. Remember, if you're listening to this episode right now, more than likely episode 198 is already out as well, okay? So we want to get in here and talk take talk that talk, man. You can find me, Dedrick L. Higgs Jr., on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, at that name, Dedrick Higgs Jr. Come holler at me, man. Let's talk it up. What you got, Black? And y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3, man. Y'all, can, y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Absolutely, man. So until next time, y'all be cool. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your homeboy to tell your cousin, tell your brother, your sister, your uncle, your mother, anybody who's looking for a fresh take at some good old sports talk, tell them to come check out DM Black, favorite sportsologist, man, and we'll be glad to have you. All right, until next time, y'all be cool, man. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.